you for joining me again on The Balanced Life with Ellen Kimball. What a beautiful day to draw a breath of air. You woke up on this side of the dirt, and that is a wonderful thing. I want to talk to you today about disadvantages. Dis is that prefix. It means a part. It means a negating, a negative side of whatever you put it on. So if you have an advantage and you put dis in front of it, you now have a disadvantage. It takes away from the advantage. But here's what I want you to think about today. Because in pursuing balance and a balanced life, it really takes looking at things from a different perspective. And this perspective today is really helpful because there are advantages to your disadvantages. So I'm going to share a few stories with you today about that. And I encourage you to listen, pull closer and take note because you're going to start seeing some advantages of your own disadvantages if you're paying attention. And that helps you bring balance. That helps you to have gratitude. That helps you to take the next step or to shift your weight so that you can stand firm in whatever it is you're doing. The advantages of disadvantages are really, it's a great outlook. And many years ago, I took my kids to a venturing crew event. It was kind of a jamboree. It was a part of Boy Scouts, but they had boys and girls from all over the Southeast, and they all came together. And they had a fellow who got up and he spoke, and he was actually the host of this huge event, 2,200 kids. And he and his cousins and extended family owned all the property that hosted this huge event. These campers, they brought in porta potties. They had stations where all the different groups, ours included, set up crafts and events for all of these venturing crew students. It was absolutely marvelous. It was fantastic. We had campfires, you know, the whole nine yards. It was, it was fantastic. And this man got up and he shared. And one of the things that he, he talked to the students and he told them, listen, I grew up on this land. My cousins and siblings and I, we grew up right here. And he pointed to the house that was part of this. It was like 700 acres or something. I mean, it was, it was a formidable um, plot where we were. And we used a small part of that. But he showed us and the kids, this is where, this was his neighborhood. And these were his people. And he talked about how his parents taught him how to work and how they had to work hard. They had to work the land. They farmed a lot of that land back in that time. Obviously, it wasn't a working farm when we camped on it, but he shared some of the history and he gave those kids some history and some vision about where they were going based on what he had experienced. And then his talk shifted and he started talking to the parents and he told the parents, listen, nowadays we hear so often that we need, we want to give our kids what we never had. And he said, and you know, he's not, he, he said, I'm not shooting that down. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I want you to remember to give your kids what you didn't have as well. And, or I beg your pardon, give your kids what they, what you did have as well. 
and make sure that they learn from wanting to work towards something. And his message was to really embrace the things that are disadvantaged at the time. He talked about his work ethic and how it came from not having everything he wanted and having to work towards it. And that was such a powerful message to me. And as I've been thinking about the the advantages of disadvantages, that story came back to me. The second story I want to share with you is about a hunting dog that I had one time. And a trainer came to work with this dog. And this dog, he was a beautiful dog. His name was Jed, and he was a Weimaraner. And uh, if you remember way back in the day, I believe it was Sesame Street, had a bunch of Weimaraners, and it William Wegman was the trainer, and he would dress up his dogs sometimes and put people's arms through the clothing, but the dog's head through the neck hole, and he had all of these portraits and things done with these dogs. That was the kind of dog we had. And Jed was an amazing dog. He was my four-legged boy. (laughs) And true to all the other kids that I have, he was also very strong-willed. And he was just a fantastic four-legged brother for my kids. And he was very food motivated. He had a fantastic nose, which made him a really good birder, bird hunting dog. And he had a real gentle mouth, which that's another part of the the hunting breed. And one of the things that the trainer told us was if you underfeed him, not starve him, but if you keep him a little bit hungry, he'll hunt better for you. And that was very wise because Jed was always using his nose. He was always searching for something. Now, we did not underfeed him, but when he would go and when he would hunt, that would keep him hungry for more. And that principle that if you're overfed or if you're sated in all these other areas, if you're totally satisfied, you're you're not going to be looking for more. So if you're hungry for more, you're going to pursue more. And that's an advantage of a disadvantage. Because if you look at hunger as an emptiness, there's something missing. There's something lacking. And you consider that that can be looked at one perspective is that that's a disadvantage that you're hungry you're you're not satisfied then knowing that that is a motivating force that that can push you into action is really an advantage of a disadvantage and the last story i'm going to share with you is actually about a basketball team that I heard about. It was in a a book that I read. It was a girls basketball team in California. And this basketball team went to the national championships and was taken there by a coach who had never played basketball himself. He didn't even know the game until his daughter started playing. He was East Indian born. They didn't play basketball over in India. And he started coaching his daughter's team. And none of her teammates were necessarily gifted naturally 
in basketball. Now, some of them were fast. Some of them had better skills. But overall, it's not like they, they had all been growing up honing this skill and the, the love of the game. He had some girls who had never played before. And what happened to that team was that this coach didn't see the disadvantages. He looked at his advantages and he exploited the advantages and he took advantage of other teams disadvantages. So I know this sounds a little bit confusing as I'm saying it, but he changed the way he looked at the game by viewing what he did have and letting that be an advantage force against the, what other teams did not have. What does this mean for you? It means take a look at what you can do. Take a look at your strengths. Take a look at those areas in your life that you have it going on. Those things that fill you with passion and purpose. Those things that you do really well. Maybe it's making a pie. Maybe it's being able to write. Maybe it's fill in the blank of all the hundreds of thousands of things that you may have talents for or that any of you listening to me may be able to do. Maybe you write computer programs. Maybe you throw parties. Maybe you decorate cakes. Maybe you connect with people. Maybe you're in healthcare and you help people feel better and put them on a path of healing. It doesn't matter. Whatever your strength is, you can exploit that. And I mean that in the best way. What I mean is you can turn that into a huge advantage if you'll use it in the hunger, in, in the places. Use it to fill up your disadvantages. Use the disadvantages you have, those places of lack, as hunger. Let them motivate you so that you can use what you do have to fill in the spaces of your life for what you don't have. There are advantages to disadvantages. And when you find them, when you start to identify them in your life and you start shifting your weight instead of looking at it as a woe is me or as a negative, and you start seeing it as something that you can use to propel you forward. Oh my gosh, this is fueling your tank. It is amazing because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You have amazing potential within you. You just have to get it moving in the right direction. And when you do, there's not going to be any stopping you. You're going to start having momentum. You're going to start having more balance in your mindset, in your body, in your sleep, in your finances, in your relationships. It's going to leak out. It's going to take over and it's going to help you live a more fulfilled life. And by the way, if you want help achieving balance, get on my calendar. Go to speakwithellen.com and set up an appointment. Let's have a quick conversation and see if I might have solutions that could help you.